All right, this Friday on 710, it's a BBGo Ticket Friday. Listen all day during the nine-hour L.A. Sports Mega Block for your chance to win BBGo prize packs with a chance to score Lakers-Clippers tickets. Nice. BBGo Ticket Friday, this Friday on 710. BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Finally went through all my BBGo. I'm out. You're done? I need to go buy more. Yeah. They give you a good amount. They Media do. day. They do. The dumplings are my favorite. The I like the um, the chicken, the orange chicken. That's good too. Uh, it's really yeah. good, and yeah. I usually do yeah. it like an air fryer yep. or something. Well, air fryer is good. Put on a pan to crisp it up a little bit. But the air fryer is going to do just that as well. Air fryer is indisposable. Those little mini wontons too are great. I don't know if I've had that. Yeah, I had those. They're good. You didn't get it in yours? I maybe. I but got, I, I, I got many. Travis, I can't believe yeah. you missed out on them. I, I, great. I maybe the I didn't, <laughs> and I'm not remembering. I could have easily took yours, <laughs> put them into my cooler. Could be. I was so happy when I saw. I've used my cooler all the time too. It's a good deal. All right, so you and I were both 11 years old. We play one on one. Yeah. Who wins? <laughs> okay, I got a couple questions because I don't know Travis, an 11 year old. I'm just going to assume you're bigger than most 11 year olds, correct? Yes. Are you? Don't take this the wrong way here. Yeah. Are you chubby or are you tall? No, I'm not overweight at all. So, Michael, a good example at 11? Like, Michael uh, is- My, my in, Michael. Yep, is yeah. very good shape and all that. He's just- Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's why I got you. Here's the only reason why I got you. Okay. My whole life, I have been shorter. So, by 11, all I've dealt with is- Kids that are taller than me, sure, faster than me. Okay, so I've had to adapt. I've been adapting to eleven-year-olds my whole life. <laughs> so by the time I got to eleven, I've already I'm 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 a vet in the league. Yeah, you know how to play as a smaller player. I know how to play as a smaller player, and it was annoying as hell playing <laughs> got, against someone like me. I'm going under out. your arm. Yeah. I'm doing things. I'm that is crappy. I have the the three-point line. I already have it memorized. It's just a matter of, did I get the shot off or not? Did you block it or no? Because if you didn't block it, there's a very strong chance it's just muscle memory and it's going in. The only, the the guys that I have difficulty with at that age was the small, scrappy, not that much of a basketball player, but are like all over the place. The more athlete kind of guys, I feel like I... Play them all the time. Notice I'm not arguing with you at all, <laughs> right? The, so I've mentioned it before. One of my my buddies when I was, was I wasn't 11, but I was like 13 or Prepared 14. Prepared all my life for 11 years old. Kevin Kiyomura, who is now a basketball coach, we were teammates in high school, and he was much smaller than I was. He dominated me. I couldn't beat him. He was much quicker. He had a better handle. He would try harder. Like he would he would he would beat me eight out of ten times. I like to try harder. Uh, I like trying, that. Trying's bad for my looks. <laughs> Can I, can I throw my own hat into this ring? Sure. Yeah. All right, so me at 11 years old was the Draymond Green of my oh, little Oh, you were rough and tumble? Group. So I just would foul out every game <laughs> because I would just be playing too rough, and so you don't want me in there. Susan, we were watching a game the other night, and somebody fouled out, and she's like, that's the stupidest rule in sports. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, you should be, he was just trying to get the ball. I'm like, yeah, but he smashed into him to get it. She goes, yeah, so? I'm like, that's not the sport. She goes, I fouled out in every game. I'm like, oh, I'm well aware. I knew you when you were in the eighth grade. I, I saw it. Like, yeah. if this isn't rugby. You can't smash into the guy but to take the ball. what if it was rugby? <laughs> that, that's her argument. That's what right? I was going to say. That's what yeah. she's trying to get Yeah, it trying should to get be rugby. Yeah, but it's not. It's basketball. You can't do that. Theoretically, it's a non-contact sport. 
Yeah, you would beat me. There's a lot of time at, you would at beat Kennedy me. Rec Center. Can we play at Kennedy? If it's, oh, any other, home court if it's any other gym, you got a shot. I was playing in my driveway. We had the hoop nailed to the roof. We were uh, we were playing in the driveway. Yeah, and the the driveway was kind of canted from high on the right side to low on the left. You never wanted to take a shot. One from of my the favorite right stories: side. bricks half of it or a quarter of it bricks. <laughs> no, yes, and man, a black top. Yeah, exactly. One yeah. of my favorites: my parents' driveway is at the time right. You know, everybody has the the manual garage. You're yep. just opening up the garage, and it's got the handle. <laughs> Where you need to have it. It's up on the springs and right. it just comes up, right? If at my parents' house, like fifty percent chance it stays up. <laughs> all right. Put like a freaking broom handle or something. Like one of us is going down. Does that my parents not realize this? But where the hoop was, like you just said, so it's mounted into the wall yeah. of the house. And anytime you hit a shot and it was like just nylon, it goes in, it would hit the handle and the ball would spring down the driveway. Oh, and you said you were at the top of a hill, too, Top right? of a hill. Yeah. So the entire entire time, I had to like only play from top of the key. Because if not, I'm running down the hill like an idiot. Neighbor's like, what is wrong with this That's guy? That's terrific. That's terrific. All right, so there's a- Parents won't buy a gate. <laughs> and then the neighbors don't, they see the ball. Yeah, they just watch they it go right by. It. So I remember my, I don't know why I remember this. So I remember my dad, my dad's pretty handy. And so my dad's on the roof putting this basket on on the roof of our garage when we're going to play in the driveway. Mm -hmm. And he he's up there, and I remember putting it all, getting it all together, and he places a level on the rim, okay? So the, the hoop is perfectly level, as he should. But the ground's not. So, <laughs> so the hoop is square to the earth, but but the driveway is not this, on an equal playing field. You couldn't make a shot from the right side of the hoop. It's like had a negative angle. It had to like you had to throw a screwball to get it in from like that the carnival side. shots. Like there's something there's and, something screwing. And you with couldn't it. miss from the left side because it's like throwing it through a ring. <laughs> you didn't have to get it over the front of the rim. It would just go right through. That's home court advantage. It That's was. you taking the player, like playing a player to one side. <laughs> You could have a guy that's all right hand go right all day. You can't, it's impossible to make a shot. You four percent shoot those carnival shots when you 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 try it all day, right? And then you see that guy he hits it on the first shot. And you're like, damn, dude, you okay, got that big old stuffy carnival shots. Uh, I'm actually pretty good at. Got to come straight yeah. down. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't just they don't leave much space. No, it, yeah. the ball barely fits yep. through the hoop. The things I'm awful at, which I spent a lot of money as a kid, <laughs> is the like the bottles with the ring. Oh, that's trying hard. to throw those. Yeah, and, and every time it was like. You were just so enticed. This is basically gambling for children, okay? <laughs> you were so enticed with, like you said, you get that basketball, you get this doll, whatever. Picture frame. And all you got to do is make one. Uh, God knows how much money I well, lost Well, it's there. like the milk bottles, right? Mm -hmm. Where the Or they, they weren't glad. They were like those metal milk out. bottles. Yeah, and you out. get a softball, and you're trying to knock... Well, unless you hit the dead center of the two bottom milk bottles, they're not... They're, they weigh 400 pounds each. They're They're immovable. You got to throw like Pedro yeah. Martinez 100 miles an hour and hit in the exact right spot. How have we not gone after more of these carnival games? How they move we... on to the next town. They're, they're the second like up. Oh, they're on to us. We're going to move on to the next. They month. hire like a new uh, <laughs> head of. Different. No, but they get you going with on big... LinkedIn yeah. to find out who they the get hell you with the big stuffed animal right there. Like you know, it's the big old hundred percent. This, this and this, and then yep. you win. Oh, there's your price. It's a little star. Yeah. There you you got to hit three of them exactly. to go get that thing up there. <laughs> you got to go 10 out of 10. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Such BS. It's a, pre it's a pretty good gig. Um, there's, it's, it's out in the universe. 
Okay. How true, how not true, it almost doesn't matter to me. But there's a theory that Austin Reeves is dissatisfied with the amount of minutes he's getting, and he and Darvin Ham aren't seeing the world eye to eye. Whatever. Austin was also asked about this in uh, practice today, and he just talked about, I'm, I'm here to play basketball. I'm getting whatever minutes I can. I'm just here to play basketball. Okay, so that's an interesting response because that's, hey, man, well, I'm good. This is, I'm not the coach. I just do what I'm told Yeah, is a telling response. Yeah, if he just said something like, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and not believe what else is out there. Right. I'm telling you right now, yeah. no issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I play when they put me in the game. I'm not the coach of the team is a telling answer. I think more than anything, it's a reflection of where – they are they're almost to the halfway point they've played you know they've got what are they seven games away seven from games away from the halfway mm-hmm. point they're losing as often as they win they're 17 and 17 they're three and eight since the play-in tournament they don't have a ton of wins against high quality opponents and i think it's just a function of this is a team that was supposed to be in the top half of the conference it's not this is a team that has their two best players playing great basketball and playing Available. virtually every night, mm-hmm. and they're still not good. This is when rumbles. This is when dissatisfaction. This is why aren't I getting an opportunity to do my thing relative to that guy getting to do his thing? We're not winning games. I think it's just a reflection of how average the Lakers have been this season. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. I, I think if right now with the Lakers, I think one of the things you and I have talked about I thought you could be top four, top five in the Western Conference, and sure. that's incredibly fair. And that's you also saying to yourself, we could win anywhere. So it's not that we just got to be healthy for some type of a playoff run. You know where they are right now, Trev? They're 10th in the West. And Golden State's behind them for, I want to say, a half a game, something like that. Which means, and yes, we're only 34 games in. You're exactly right. Let, let's, say, let's say the playoffs started today. You'd have to win – two playing games on the road to then just go square off against the number one seed in the Western Conference. There's a lot of time left, but it's not like we're 10 games in. 34 games is a certain point. I could see, like you were just saying, this has a lot to do with the losing side of it. If Austin Reeves doesn't feel like he's getting enough minutes, if there's another player out there just questioning, well, why are we doing this? If there's another question, another player saying, well, we keep changing the starting lineup. There's another player saying, the trade deadline's coming up in February. Am I going to be here? Am I not going to be here? All those are conversations and distractions aside from what the conversation that you want, do want to have is, what do we just got to do to win these games? Mm-hmm. What if we're doing this? What if we're critiquing that, critiquing that? Making these adjustments feels like it's going away from what would be beneficial. The 34 games is more than enough games to determine what kind of team you are. That That's not a hit. Let, let's let it ride out a little more. Let's let it ride out a little more. 34 games is they're a 500 team. And, and the scary way to look at this is they're a 500 team with LeBron giving you an A and AD giving you an A, right? They're, they're both playing frequently and well. You can't gotcha. ask. AD even an A+. Plus. Yeah, okay, great. Mm-hmm. You can't ask either of those two guys, hey, I'm going to need more out of you. They're giving you exactly what you would hope for. It's the other group of guys that need to give you a little bit more. And 34 games, and I know they didn't play in all 34 of them, but there's been enough of them, and the lack of consistency that you were talking about I think really is meaningful. And what is it, January 15th, where pretty much everybody that is eligible to be traded is eligible to be yeah. traded. Only guy I think can't is Vando, right. AD, whatever right. whatever guys that, that signed, signed after. Yeah, You're going to see a move because this this you know this is 
500 ish maybe a little bit better maybe a little bit worse but like you said you're in 10th place you're a half game out and being below the line golden mm-hmm. state's a half game behind you and that path out of that two road games number one seed waiting for you on the other side i know we got a long way to go but team needs to get better the only way i think things quiet down the only way i think the lakers you just gotta start winning and they got something coming up here in january that if if they don't make if january is not a good month december was an awful month awful i mean after the in-season tournament they completely cratered but if january think, i'm sorry to cut you up but what, uh, what, they it can't be it can't be i mean this this was to me the the worst conversation, the worst argument I heard was this, well, they played such a high from the in-season tournament. What the hell are Come we on, talking man. about? No, really? An in-season tournament? And Well, here's the problem, Trav. I think they did play in such a high in the in-season tournament. They were blowing teams out. They clearly cared about the in-season tournament. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, we won the in-season tournament. Let's dial it back a notch or however you want to describe it. I don't have the answer of why they did it, but the way they showed. So why not dial it back up again and get back on the right side of things? Is that is that where we are? Problem, they, they, I I need whatever. That, I, it I is think for I, you I to think blow I have an answer. Portland and Memphis. That's I can, think that's can, the can answer. Can we turn it back up again? I think the answer is, they probably thought at that point, hey, we could turn this thing on whenever we want. Yeah, but when you're playing Minnesota and OKC and the Knicks and some other playoff teams, you can't just turn. These are NBA teams as well. These teams aren't awful. By the way, even if you're a team that's not going to come out, the Knicks is a perfect example. Knicks aren't going to come out of the East, but they're four or five games over 500. Try to turn it on against a team that's pretty good, plays hard, this, that. It's not easy to turn it back on. So I think they've they've dealt with that a little bit so far, which probably also tells just the quality of team that they are. They're going to make a move, right? They're, they're they're going they will do you're not running something. you're not running with this and saying unless here's the only way they don't make a move january they have one road game up until february 26th february 27th january Technic- 27th i'm sorry january yeah, yeah. Okay. january 27th that's a hell of a homestand that's a hell of a homestand <laughs> but this is actually a hell of a homestand they play they got one at utah okay. and then one clipper home game from now until January 26th, they're at crypto other than the one Utah. road trip to Utah. The only way they decide, hey, I think we're good, they have to dominate January. They played the most games so far in the NBA. They play, played the most back-to-backs. They've played the most road games. So maybe the argument is they reached a stretch in through you know the first 34 games they had guys in and out of the lineup they had a tough schedule blah 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 but if you play 500 ball in january if you play two or three games over 500 in january you're still a 500 team i, I want to talk about that schedule plus we got a little uh, 49er update for you as well it's all coming up it's travis lee 710 espn Hey, you can check off that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. Your home for every tackle, every slap shot, and every slam dunk. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday gifts. And with Vivid Seats, you earn with every purchase. From tip-off to the final buzzer, Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the 2024 games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So Beto just hits me with a, a text. Just says, pickled eggs? Question mark. Let me ask you something, Beto. Do you think I got the pickled eggs at JoJo's or not? Of course I got the pickled eggs. They have a, to be honest, it sounded good. like a freaking great afternoon. It was good. And I got a special loaded, which is a hot dog split okay. in half on rye bread with cheese, brown mustard, sauerkraut, uh, or onions, and horseradish. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Everything with the horseradish, you got me. It was I'm not a huge fan. terrific. So you can get it without. And and cold beer. Packed. 100 years. Place packed. Packed. Damn. Packed on a like a Wednesday afternoon at 1.00 packed it, it was like was, a holiday wednesday afternoon. it, it, it yeah. was oh it, everywhere was yeah. packed but that i'm sure it's packed right now it, we, we ended we were watching some terrible bowl game i don't remember what it was it all effort. of them yeah right all of them isn't that true except for the pop tart bowl i love the pop tart yeah, but you like it because of the mascot <laughs> yeah, right exactly the, the i don't know we, we talked a little bit about this yeah the college football playoff that's going to get implemented next year where mm-hmm. we're going to have is it 12 12 we're gonna have 12 teams so you can have six games that you care about and then we'll have you know we'll winnow it down from there um i don't love it because i like kind of the the quirkiness of the college football format but put that aside for a second the, the the best argument for it other than the florida states and the georgias and the organs of the world will still get in in mm-hmm. this format is Every bowl game this year that wasn't the Rose, the Sugar, or the one we're going to see on Monday night was garbage. They're, they're, the best players don't play. The the, the play is uncompetitive. They're, they're playing, playing for, for nothing. Coaches or not, yeah. Playing Interim for coaches, nothing. It's so boring. Yeah, and, and it, like, like you said, I, I think this is, at least for me, and I know I, I think you're probably in the minority of sticking around with the regular season, but – I think so, but that's okay. I, I think I, I understand why you care about it. You care that it's Ohio State or Michigan, and that one the, of those two teams are going to get in, not both of them. Right, mm-hmm. and it's the only sport where the regular season is incredibly important. Yeah. Like literally, one bad week yeah. in the regular season can see. Florida State had zero bad weeks, and mm-hmm. they got hosed. Yep, and I and I get it that. Now, Georgia took care of them by saying, yeah, really cool guys, go go over there. Um, but it matters, that weird game in the middle of October where Ohio State lost to Minnesota? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're, they're in 
deep trouble every game. Now it's like we're all right. We, we got there's plenty of runway for us to get back into. This so I, I think when when this all kind of the dust settles, whatever you can have the playoff. But these other bowl games, I mean, every time a game was on or it's on radio TV, it's like, well, what's the purpose of? They're missing their six best players aren't playing. Nobody cares. There's nothing to play for. So at least it's going to take care of it from that perspective. Okay, what's on tap today on 710? Thanks to Michelob Ultra, Lakers are back on the court tonight at Crypto.com, taking on the Miami Heat. Coverage begins at 5.30 with the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off. Uh, tip-off, by the way, is at 7 p.m. Here, all the play-by-play with John and Michael on 710 or in crystal clear digital audio on the all-new ESPN LA app. Highly recommend that. Just click the Lakers Listen Live uh, tile right there. Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. All right, so the Rams announced uh, half an hour or so ago that Matthew Stafford is not going to play on Sunday, that Carson Wentz is going to get his first meaningful action as a member of the Rams. He will start against the 49ers. 49ers are also not going to play their quarterback. Brock Purdy is not going to start. Sam Darnold uh, will be the starting quarterback for the 49ers on Sunday. And, yeah, why not, right? Like It's the Ginger Bowl. It's the Ginger Bowl. A couple of redheads <laughs> going at it for sure. But it's also one of these – the only thing, and especially in San Francisco's case, they're locked into the number one. And clearly, they don't mind Brock Purdy being on the shelf for what will basically be three weeks. All of this week, yeah. all of next week, yeah, all you're of right. the bye week, mm-hmm. three weeks without throwing a meaningful pass. Um, they're okay with that. Sam Darnold's going to play. Um, uh, there's certain teams that everything becomes strategic. I know we could try to – every time you try to – I'll use baseball as an example. Uh, the teams that – Rest had, or rest. Yeah, that they had to rest. Now they're all of a sudden – they're the, at a disadvantage. I, I think the San Francisco 49ers have no problem getting healthy and ready. Now, they might be rusty for a quarter, and hopefully that quarter doesn't affect them in winning that game. And I think for the Rams, what a unique position. So the Rams, you're going to tell me – not only are going to make the playoffs, but they're also going to be able to be very strategic where they're not playing for their lives on Sunday. They're in. It's just a matter of no McCaffrey, no Purdy for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see about Debo. We'll see about Kittle. Might we'll be see. the same with Puka and Cooper uh, yeah. where they play a couple. They play a couple. By the way, just out of curiosity, if you're the Niners, if if you're not playing with Purdy and you're not playing with McCaffrey, why why aren't you not just I, going down the list and saying we're not playing with anybody? I, and maybe I, they will I'd by the it. time we get to tomorrow or Friday. That's how I do it. Yeah, if, if we're either going to play or not. Why am I playing hat? Like the Puka thing, I think is pretty specific because he's trying to set an NFL record yeah. and throw him a couple of balls, or I guess three or four to break the record. Yeah. Get him his thirty yards, and then say, "Hey, let me hold that helmet for you because yep. you're not going back." And, and make sure the I know injuries can happen anywhere, but just let's not throw anything over the middle no. or just no. quick little slants, couple quick, of screens, couple screens, <laughs> call it a day. But what I like about the decision from both teams to play Wentz and play Darnold is that moving forward, if something happens to Purdy, and we saw it against the Eagles yep. they, and we, we didn't have a we didn't have a quarterback moving forward the 49ers didn't have a quarterback nope. moving forward so after Purdy went down mm. it was uh Josh Johnson and then after exactly yeah. so then resting Purdy is a good idea resting Stafford is a good idea it, isn't it so annoying though at the end of the year for the NFL is always like it's almost like the bowl games where you have all these teams that are sitting guys I feel like there should be a way that they could just like, most, hey, this, 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 this is almost like a rare situation that it's not rare what I'm saying is that not everybody's locked one, yeah. in. You're still going to have some great games coming you up on are, Sunday. And it's not the last game of the season. Like, the Niners will play. They're, they're going to take their foot off the gas. The Rams are going to take their foot off the gas. But it's not the end of the line. 
and right. they're they're going home. At, you know, at, on, on Sunday want afternoon. More cheese at bowls. I do. Pop-tart. I want Pop-tart. more mascots. Pop-tart. I want more mascots that are fun, that are campy, that get eaten at the end of the day, that sacrifice themselves for us. I think that we we want all of that. Was the mascot edible? Yes. Oh, you. Oh my, Travis, you missed this whole thing. I saw him go into the faux toaster. And then he comes yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Okay. He comes out, and then he's uh, you can eat him. He's cooked. Yeah, he cooks. He goes and gets he toasted, toasted, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, it tastes really good. It's it's amazing." I miss when it was consumed. I yes. saw it. I, I guess it's you. gender neutral. Was, you know, yes. the funniest part? <laughs> they were consumed. The funniest part is they didn't even know how to go about it. Like, okay, what now? How do we cut this? And then they got it. They it's, just dug in. He's literally our Jesus. He's being sacrificed himself for us, and then we can celebrate amen. every every yes, amen, amen. Um, also, and also, by the can, way, does that not? literally describe all the bowl games yes. where we're just spending all our time talking about the pop like tarts where the, the mayo is going to be yeah. jumped on somebody yep. but wait didn't, didn't at some point didn't you say bowl season was your favorite season no the final four. Oh, okay the final mm. four. final four okay, final cool. four yeah, the CFP yeah. still to this day <laughs> it's a special day man it is a special day it's a special day <laughs> those games are so good <laughs> both games were so good they are <laughs> Stand by it. <laughs> We're not arguing that the games are good. The yeah. three of us are confused by that that's where you're planting your flag. We agree that the games are good, but that you are staking out that is your favorite day is the part that has us. Am I, am I stating this correctly? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Go back to it. <laughs> it's an incredible day. Just like an incredible day. To it. You know what I got just like super, super wrong? Not the Rams going to the playoffs. I got that super, super right. I thought Sam Darnold was going to be a really good pro. Oh, for sure. I, I, re- I really thought seat. Sam Darnold was going to be a re- – because he's big, he's athletic, he is can he? move his feet, mm. he's got a strong arm. Like, it, it, But he sees ghosts. I, yeah, well, he got to the NFL. And, and again, this is, this is the unanswerable the question. Right? right. That. That. Exactly that. That putting him in an absolutely craptastic environment like the New York Jets where bad coaching, bad supporting yep. cast, bad offensive line – and a toxic environment, is that why it didn't work? Or does he just not have the skills to play in the league? I mean, look at Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco looked like crap on the Jets. And then he goes to a team, which is hard to say, that the Browns are a better team than the Jets. They're but they a lot are. better than the look, Jets. And it, it, you go there. And then also, Sam Darnold was in the, with the Panthers, also a crap. I, I think, and he didn't get much of a chance there either. I think in any sport, if you find yourself on a team, it's, it's funny, we were talking about this. Yamamoto joining the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking about this before the show. Did they get Yamamoto? They did. Oh, they, $55 modelos, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, if that, that's what it's going to come down to, but, I'll drink before I get there. Exactly. <laughs> think about some of these players that part of the reason do you think why he signed with the Dodgers is because he's looking at the Dodgers and saying to himself, okay, if the money, if the if the Mets are offering me three twenty five and the Dodgers are offering me three twenty five, oh. then does it just come down to what organization do I feel like I know what they're doing? This the only reason why I bring up this as an example. Sam Donald, he could have ended up with a franchise, and we're never going to know. But I think a lot of it does have to do with what franchise you end up with can at least help or hurt. Wherever your your the no path doubt. of your career is going to go. If Sam Darnold got drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, I bet he would have been pretty damn good, because he he all the athletic boxes he checks. I never gotten the sense that Sam Darnold isn't a bright enough guy to play quarterback in the NFL. It just to Emily's point, all of a sudden he's on a bad team. He's getting his ass kicked. He's getting hit like crazy. He's getting torched in the media, and now I'm seeing ghosts. And I think once that starts, it's really hard to stop it. 
Um, there, there isn't a yeah. He's too small. No, he's not. He doesn't have a strong enough arm. Yes, he does. He, he's not athletic enough. Yes, he is. Like he checked all of those boxes, but it just never came together for the guy. I thought he was going to be really good. I really did. Yeah. I. I by the way, just final thing on on this game this weekend. I know it's not going to have all that much of a. Uh, it's watching all the other games. That's all that I'm kind of paying attention to. Of okay, who are they going to end up playing? What's the best matchup going to be in the AFC? All that I think is going to be fascinating, and you and I spent a quick second on the NFL, man. You just what are you going to do? The NFL is just unbelievable. There's only 17 games. Unbelievable. That's why it's a. It's fun. It's it's athletic. It's violent. It's it's unpredictable, and there are not very many games. That's 17 pretty, games. And if you, here's the other. I heard this theory. It's not my theory, but I think it's brilliant. You know what it does? It fits perfectly on your TV. There's not a part of it that you can't like hockey's terrible on TV. Baseball is okay. Basketball fits pretty good on a TV too, but football fits perfectly onto a television. That's good. That's a good little. Yeah, not that's bad, a good right? argument there. Hot yeah. and cold coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Speaking of going out to the golf course. Bud Light was brewed to be a delicious and easy-to-drink beer, even when the little things in life are hard, like when the game's going to overtime, but you have even more time to enjoy it and a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. I think this speaks for itself. Pukunikua has been hot all season. He has been on fire for the Rams. But just again, to put it out there for you guys, he is 29 yards away from breaking the all-time receiving record uh, for the NFL. He also is four receptions away from breaking the all-time receptions record in the NFL. But if we're just taking from people who have played 16 games, Mm -hmm. this is Puka's combined yards with both receiving and rushing. He has... 1,534 yards receiving and rushing combined. He That is more combined than Jamar Chase, than Anquan Bolden, First than Justin pick. Jefferson, First pick. First than Odell pick. Beckham Jr., First and more pick. than Randy Moss. Wow. And First all round. those people at some point in time were playing 16 games. They got this dude in the fifth Forget round. first first round, fifth <laughs> round. Talking Hall of Famers left and right, right on that list. Right. Yep. The, the, this is why this season is so remarkable and it's also the reason they don't have a kicker if i would have told you hey you know that receiver they got in the fifth round he's going to be an all pro he's not going to start he's not going to be hey you know that guy's pretty good he's going to be an all pro he's going to be an all pro he's been that good this season and and he came out the gate hasn't missed a beat and and you kind of just thought to yourself okay well teams are going to adjust him cooper cup's not there over time, this guy's going to slow down. That's incredible. Think about it this way, too. The Rams, in one draft, we've talked about this before, they found five starters. Okay, They found Avila, they found Puka, they found Byron Young, Kobe Turner, and Ethan Evans. They found five starters in one draft. Throw Kyron Williams in there, too, because he mm-hmm. didn't really play last year. So it, you can make a case that they found six in one year. Okay, cool. They also, they won't. this won't happen, but it, it could, and you could make a case that it should have the offensive and defensive player of the year, rookies, rookie offensive and defensive player. Puka Nakua won't win the offensive rookie of the year because C.J. Stroud's going to get it. And that's not a bad choice, but Puka is just as good. And then you've got uh, Kobe Turner, 
who is having a year as good as anybody else. Yeah, let me be- let me give you the stats. Yeah. So I, I was gonna do this for my defensive player of the year here too, but Kobe Turner versus Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter is the odds on favorite to be the de- defensive player rookie of the year. So Kobe Turner, nine sacks. Jalen Carter, six sacks. Kobe Turner, forty five pressures. Jalen Carter, forty four pre- pressures. Kobe Turner, twelve and twelve point nine percent win rate. Jalen Carter, sixteen point nine percent win rate, and then five QB hits for Kobe Turner. Four QB hits for Jalen Carter. They're virtually identical, if not in the favor of Kobe Turner. Yep. Hmm. They both of those guys in one draft. And this is why they're nine and seven. Might be ten. Incredible year. Incredible year. You had to have a hundred things go right to have this year. And so far, like ninety seven of them have gone. <laughs> Hypothetically, this way. they play the Lions. Yeah. What what do you think the line the line would be in that game? The Lions would Five. be favored. You think it's that high? Four. I, think I would guess three. I, I would think maybe it's maybe three and a half. Yeah. I would say three or three and a half. The, mm. Trying to think if there's a scenario out there. I bet you there's future lines out there that we could probably find. I, I'm not saying they're not playing with house money because they are. Oh, yeah. To go up against the Lions, it does change a little as if it should would win. if you were playing the Cowboys or the Eagles. They should beat the Lions. Yeah. For all the reasons that we've talked about today, the Dan Campbell-ness of it all, mm-hmm. McVay's a better coach than Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. right? Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. They're not walking into that game thinking they're losing that game. Or, or hey, we're playing with house money. Nope. Or, hey, you know what? We just nope. made the playoffs. That's all we're looking for now. The one position where I think that you can say that the Lions offensively, I'm talking about right now, it, like skill position, they have a much better tight end in Laporta than the Rams do with Higby. Yeah. Like that, that's their advantage. Now, St. Brown. It's not is, like a massive um, no. crevasse in between them, though. No, but St. Brown, okay, is he having a great year? Yeah, he absolutely is. You got Puka and Cup. And by the way, Demarcus mm. Robinson is playing at a crazy high level. It's, I'm gonna it's the Brown right matchup. Pretty good too. He's great. Yeah. I, I, but their group, the Rams group, is better than that group. All right. No. I don't know. <laughs> Now it's time for Who's Cold. And now time for Who's Cold, David Tepper. All right, so David Tepper is the owner of the Carolina Panthers, and over the weekend he decided to take out his frustration with Jaguars fans by pouring a drink on them and walking away. So it was caught on video. It was blasted all over social media. The NFL has fined uh, David Tepper $300,000 for tossing a drink into the crowd. And just so you know, this this is his record since he became the <laughs> owner of the Carolina Panthers. He has what? He has fired four coaches at this time? Three coaches? I've, including the interim, I believe it's four. Yes. Yeah, so he, he, he's fired four coaches, and his record is 31 and 67 as the owner. So he's pretty cold. He, he's incredibly cold. Throwing a drink on somebody is real Can't be a stupid. real story. Can't and, be real. And what's even, it just speaks to the guy that's in charge of your team. Like if you, if this guy owns your team, you're kind of dead in the water there there's very little chance that a guy that's that impulsive that's that quite frankly short-sighted that that's that reactionary is going to be able to build a winning culture build a winning team identify the right coach by the way if jim harbaugh right jim harbaugh is going to be the number one candidate coming into this year as a nfl uh potential head coach maybe bill belichick right right on his heels one and one a whenever he becomes available right you think either one of those guys would go within a hundred miles of David Tepper? Does it uh, kind of? <laughs> okay, so I've seen the video, and in my head, I'm just saying to myself, I'm like, he hates day drinking. <laughs> yeah, he hates day drinking. There's another reason not to like him. I'm like, impossible that he can be that stupid. Impossible. It's not impossible. You believe so much in people. I can believe yeah. people could be as stupid as possible. You're right, and I, I, I have too much faith in other people. You can't even make up a story like, from your luxury box, your owner's suite. 
you're throwing your beer, spilling your beer on a fan. You, you can't you can't make it up. No, but Dan Snyder would do something like that. We, we've seen other really bad owners. That that part we, I don't I don't yeah. question that there there aren't bad owners, but it's just. It's unbelievable. Like he's going to do something else stupid, and you're going to say, oh, "Okay, another." Like I would be, I would not be a good owner, but I would, I would exercise my vengeance in more deliberate, underhanded ways. I would have one. I would have henchmen first of all. I would hire a couple of guys that were just heavies that go around with me that do my bidding. But I would be like, "See that guy right there? That's being a you know what? Make sure he gets out of the stadium safely." And I'd sit there and say, "Have a nice game." And then that guy might have an accident. He might fall down on his way back to his car. Check. That's how you take care of that. <laughs> right. Right. You got to do it. Who's or hot? Or you even like give him a ticket. Hey, we're going to move you away from the suite. Hey, we're going to upgrade you to this seat so you're just away from him. Yeah. Just help help him down the stairs. This guy. <laughs> right? This is how you do it. Who's hot? Who's cold is brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Slee, I know you have it on your phone, and if you're listening to us right now, you should have it on your phone. I'm talking about that Prize Picks app. Go online at prizepicks.com slash 710. Put that uh, put the app on your phone, put the promo code 710, and you're going to get a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks, and you can start joining the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Here's why. It's fun, it's easy, and you can win up to 25 times your money. With the Price Picks Sports app, you could be making your picks right up to the fourth quarter. Join the 7 million Price Picks fans today. I do this every time, so before Lakers game, um, more than – or less than Anthony Davis, 28 and a half points against Miami. I'm actually going to go less than in this. Miami's got a good defense. Bam out of Bayou, more than or less than 22 and a half points. I'll go more than. And the only reason why I'm going to go more than is we know that uh, Jimmy Butler is at the game, so more pressure on Bam out of Bayou. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that, set, that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit pricepicks.com for restrictions. Slee, since you were here yesterday, I feel like it's my responsibility to fill you in on a development that took place over the break. Okay. Does it make me look good or bad? Neither. I don't I don't know where it's going, but go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Emily has the lead in the picks. She had a perfect Emily. week 16. She's now at the top of the stack with 94. Jorge is second with 90. Um, so the title can only be between the two of them. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're fighting it out for the top spot. Yep. I have 83. So even if I got a perfect week and Emily had 0, she still beats me. So I can't catch her. Okay. You have 77. You can catch me, but that's it. So you're going to finish I in want third, bro. Third or fourth. That's all I want. I could be 2, 3 or 4. Jorge's 1, 2 or 3 and Emily's 1 or 2. So it's down to their uh Little showdown for them, and now we're gonna so have to what, go what, by one of them. I'm already so researching much. my picks. I'm always trying to play the mind games with Jorge in here. We're, 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 we're go ahead, that. man. I yeah. the swag. What do you do with your Niners? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, will this be yeah. the first time that? Listen, it's down to it's crunch time it's right down now. To Sam Darnold, that's what it's down. <laughs> well, and, and both Sam teams, Darnold's my four. Exactly. Yeah, what does he do with the Niners this week? But well, the, we don't have the line yet. We don't know what the line is. Yeah, exactly. Be. And it's not like they're playing against a team that's fighting for their life. The Rams are playing their backup quarterback too. 
Huh. That might be the toughest game on the board. <laughs> it, might, it might be. It might. Do the Chargers have a game or did they quit? Um, <laughs> the Chiefs. They play the Chiefs. Oh, to me, they quit since 2016. <laughs> hey, guys. We're good. See you next year. It's going to be Easton Stick versus whomever is backing up Patrick Mahomes right now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so good. Quitting is awesome. Like the 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 liberation that comes along with quitting something is so satisfying. Hey, you know what? I quit. Okay, sometimes <laughs> and just walking away. It's so good. Sometimes strategically, if you can quit, yeah, get the right pick. It's all you care about. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the Carolina Panthers didn't have anything. They couldn't quit because they were the they, they'd already had their number one pick going to the Bears. They still wound up at the bottom. Bears got the number one now, right? Bears yeah. have the number one pick. Yeah. Think they'll and then take... like number six somewhere in there too. Yeah. Do you wow. think they'll take a quarterback or did Josh Fields uh just yeah, did it again. Justin, Justin Fields hold on to that. He he was pretty good towards the end of the year. I think they take. You think they take one? Yeah. What if let me mm-hmm. play this out. Yeah. You're number one, and you know let's just I'll pick a guy. You want Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. You want Marvin Harrison Jr. And you could move back to two or three mm. and be virtually guaranteed. Well, if he's at two, you would be guaranteed that he's going to be there. And you could get another pick from whoever you're trading with. Get another first round a year after that. It's not like Fields can't play. Now, maybe he's not Williams or May or who or Penix or whoever else turns out to be the number one overall guy. I guess the question is, what can you get for Fields? True. Right? True. Because if you're going to draft Something. Caleb Williams... Can you get a late first rounder? I have no idea. But it, Justin Fields is in the top two thirds of quarterbacks, right? Closing in on the top half. Sure. What can I get for him? I don't him? get excited about Justin Fields. No, what, I don't either. What, but he's what, not a bum. Well, he's not a bum, but I, I think it's if I said you could have one or one or the other, who are you taking your your chance with? Okay, well then I'm going to take Caleb, I'm going to draft Caleb Williams with my number one pick, and I'm going to see what I can get in the market yeah, but for, you have for no, him. You're not sure you're not. what you're going to get. Yeah. You kind of know what you have with him, and you can get a top flight wide receiver. So now you got a serviceable quarterback, a top flight wide receiver. Or maybe you need a, I don't know the Bears roster well enough. Yeah. Maybe you need yeah. a left tackle. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Can it is. I do that with what I get from maybe Fields? Maybe. But the problem is, what if May sucks? What if Caleb Williams sucks? It's unlikely, but it's not impossible. No, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. All the time. Right. I think it's worth Fields I- doesn't suck. He mm-hmm. might not be great, but he doesn't suck. What do you think they do? I think they're going to use it on a non-quarterback. And maybe mm. they'll pick, maybe they'll trade it, but I think they'll roll with Fields. He played really well for the second because half of the season. Because they still have they have two picks high in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you rebuild a team. I don't know sure, if it, I don't know. Also the Bears. I was that's just gonna that's what I was just gonna go yes. down to. I don't know if part of this has to do with the fact that they're the Chicago Bears. What do you think about this? Kirk Herbstreet thinks that the Rose Bowl should be a college football playoff title game location moving forward that the rose bowl is where you play the college football championship game play your tournament and then the rose bowl gets the championship game i I think it's one of the best looking sporting events you can possibly have especially at the rose bowl especially the way it looking like that um i got no issue with it think about this sofi stadium exists here in Los Angeles. They played the championship game there last year. And you're talking about, yeah, not that one. Let's go with – and that just kind of shows how iconic and how it's special. It is the history. And it's I, one of I the few no iconic college football locations that doesn't have a team that's going to be in that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Bruins. What are you talking about? <laughs> I 
What kind of attitude I was, is that? I was that? waiting for you to come in to drop that no, one. No, Travis, on this is a terrible idea. You Purposely. know why? Why? Because every year, if, when Mason comes in, he can back me up on this. But every year, on December or not January first, there are millions of people in New York, Philadelphia, D.C., Chicago that are miserable, snowed in, cold out of their minds, and then the Rose Bowl comes on, <laughs> and they see these girls in in the cheerleaders and the people in the stands wearing golf shirts, and they say, <laughs> "Honey, pack up the car. We don't need any more people here." I so think Kirk might be the best come pitch. Up with a great idea. It's a tribute to the Rose Bowl. We don't want any more Steve Mason well, from Ohio moving here <laughs> and never going back. So, first, the first time in a long time, California had more people leave than come in. So yeah. we might need to make up a, a little bit of population. I always thought that what you just described, John, I've been hearing that from the time I was a kid, right? Right. The, the Rose, for whatever reason, Pasadena, January 1, it's always 73 degrees and yep. perfect. And it was, again, this most recent January 1st. I always thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy of mine who moved here from Detroit moved here because of the Rose Bowl that he would see. Grew up in, there born and raised go. in Detroit. Watched the like, parade and whatever. It looks like a fantasy mm-hmm. land. Like I know. It, it, it can't, no, no place looks like that other than Honolulu now, on January 1st. Think of all the, there's 300 million people living in the U.S. Come on, think of all the people that see that and have the exact <laughs> reaction of that course. your friend had. That young Steve Mason had. That young Scott Kaplan had. That young George Sedano had. They all land up here. We were lucky. We were lucky enough we to were, be. Our parents born. got us here. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, happy birthday to Eli Manning. He turns forty-three years old today. Hall of Famer. How? Uh, I think if you win two Super Bowls, yeah. First ballot. Uh, I, I no. I, I don't get too involved. No, but you win the Super Bowl twice. And by the way, he played his head off in both of those he played, games. He beat the two best teams. Yeah. And recent football history. You vote in forms, Lee? I'm not a big credential Hall of Fame. I'm not the person to probably ask for it. Does he feel it. like one to you? You won two Super Bowls. Yeah. But he's the only one that beat Brady, right? He beat Brady twice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nick Foles also beat Brady, but yeah. yes. Yeah. But but the the for him specifically, yes, I do believe so. You put Eli in, John? Of course. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the same reason Joe Namath's in. Joe Namath has more interceptions than touchdowns. Joe Namath wasn't very good. Right. Like, yeah, he more interceptions call, he than called, touchdowns. He called his shot yeah. in New York City yep. and wore a fur coat. Yeah. yeah. That's what got him in to the Hall of Fame. Uh, happy birthday. Happy 28th. What? What's that? How old are you? Uh, 52. That explains it. What? Namath was great. No, he wasn't. Look, statistically, no, he, no, was he wasn't. Not. Statistics. Yeah, you guys sound like uh, Monzi Bolanos. Who said, <laughs> who said that Lamar's stats aren't that great? That it's Lamar's too quarterbacky. Yeah, Lam- do, do, Lamar's okay. You, you guys do that story. Yeah, Lamar's yeah. a pretty good player. Yeah. Lamar's fine. The reason Lamar is good is that he's not quarterback. Right. The reason he's good is because he's faster than everybody else, and he throws it more accurately. Yeah, Lamar's all right. Uh, Florence Pugh turns 28 today. Emily. Yeah, she's one of my favorite new actresses, young actress. She has a fantastic frown, if you ever get a chance to see in some of those movies. but Is yeah. Don't Worry Darling a good movie? No, it's not. I haven't seen it's it. A fun, seen it? It's a fun, messy movie. Okay. Um, but she's in Don't Worry Darling. She's also in Oppenheimer as, as the mistress of uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Um, Midsummer. she's in Little Women. Love her. We'll see her in anything. She's also in Marvel. So here are your starting quarterbacks for Week 18 in the NFL so far. Okay. Blaine Gabbert. Jeff Driscoll, Carson Wentz, Nick Mullins, Trevor Simeon, Easton Stick, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Howell, Mason Rudolph, Jarrett Stidham, Tyler Huntley, and Sam Darnold. All Hall of Famers. You know what that list means? A lot of clinching already. 
no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> if you have right? tickets you to bought... one of those games, no refunds. And then you can't sell it because the value's yeah. gone. That's a lot. Emily, I don't know, let's see, two, four, six, that's about 14 names on that list. Yeah. That's half the league is going to be playing so a many backup quarterbacks playing right now, too, because of injury and everything. Yeah, it's a lot of combination of a lot of things already locked up and injuries. Jorge, you know what we should do? Yeah. What? Super stager. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, 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 All right, so Al and I were talking today. I don't even remember how we got on the topic. What's the best day drunk? I think I already know his. It's the golf course, right? Sure. Okay. I would think well, that, that that's That's how the... we invented the worthy splash. <laughs> I know. The, By the way, thank you. Yeah, the two shots of tequila with a splash of pineapple juice over ice. The greatest would, golf I, drink of all time. I would think that's John's... If you're going to day drink somewhere, okay, yeah. so well, and by over the way, better than the Trav beach. will back me up. Uh, it is also a built-in excuse for when you miss a putt. <laughs> you know, if I didn't have that second drink, I would have made that. It would have helped the me. I wouldn't have made splash. it, but, you know. I know that James Worthy is a friend of yours, and, yeah. and the Worthy Splash is a marvelous libation. Yep. It's terrific. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Better than a transfusion? What's a transfusion? Oh, have you not had the pleasure? No. Okay, so I got I got introduced to them and went on my trip to Bandon. I think Bandon kind of initiated this thing, but now they're almost everywhere. Yeah. It's vodka with a little bit of ginger ale okay. and a little bit, little splash of grape juice. Well, so it's, it's like purple drink. It, a, li <laughs> a little bit, and it's awesome. All right, I'll sample it. <laughs> okay. You know, just for research, of course. Both sound... They're great. That that one, I think I'd lean more towards this one, but both the, sound the, good. The the grape juice sounds off putting. It's mostly just to turn it purple. It's mm -hmm. like maybe a an eyedropper full of grape soda, but it's pretty or grape juice, I should say. It's pretty good. Yeah, we we're talking about different places, and I'm sure you've done this. You go to Del Mar for the track. Good yeah, day. that's for, a good. That's a good. That's day. a good day right day there. drinking. Yeah. Are you big on a day game in baseball? Do you yeah. like that as a look? I do too. Sure. I like that too. Um, I gotta work a little bit to get up and down to that that spot. Except you got it. it depends. I always like seats in the shade. Oh, yeah. Day game if, uh, seats Middle in the sun for a day game in baseball. It can be a long day. The worst baseball game drinking experience I ever had. Fourth of July. Yeah. Yankee Stadium. Sitting in the sun. And it was a hundred degrees. Humid as yeah. And I was like John is saying, fully exposed in the sun. And unlike in California. You know, yeah, you see him. The guy goes up and down the aisle. You don't have to get out of your yeah. seat, right? You just, yeah. yep, beer here. And they come and they pour you a beer and they keep going. Well, I did not know what the day was going to look like. And by the third inning, I'd had three or four beers and it's 100 degrees sitting in the sun. Worst time I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And, and, uh, it, like USC football games, I have friends that won't go if their seats are on the sunny side oh, of the Oh, the sunny stadium. side is brutal. <laughs> it's hot. It yeah, Mace, really you go to every USC game. If, does that, does that help determine when you leave? Because my friends say it does. Oh, a hundred percent. Especially those like Noon September games against Hot San Jose at one o'clock. At one o'clock, yeah. or here come the Nevada Wolf Pack, or whatever that is, and you're sitting in the sun. It's brutal. That's the secondary ticket market or, day. Dave, or you right? could yeah. be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It or is. you could be San Diego State and open up Snapdragon Stadium. Oh, the old and Snapdragon. Not, not pay for. Not have enough money to pay for. The is, canopies. Is Snapdragon Stadium on the site of the old exactly. Jack Murphy Stadium? Yep. Yes. Okay. And they exactly. don't have a canopy. It's, they don't have. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Have, you, have neither of you guys been? No, I've never Did been they there. knock 
Jack Murphy down. Yeah, it's, it's gone. And yeah. then it's, build it's a, a small new stadium. Spot it's like thirty thousand okay. ish. It's, it's the perfect size. It's beautiful. Big wide concourses. Easy to get drinks and food. Yeah. It's it's big scoreboard. It, it's, but it's all in the sun. It's in San Diego, mm-hmm. and they play in September. <laughs> in Mission Valley. In October. So in Little Inland. When I lived Little in San Inland. Diego, I lived right next to that stadium. <laughs> I, and I know exactly where it is. Yeah. I lived in Tierra Santa. Yeah. Right Tierra above Santa, Right yeah. above the stadium. Yeah. You can't yeah. find shade. It doesn't exist. The yeah. sun sits right over the top of the stadium. And they didn't impossible. have enough water for that guy. By the way, do you know that when I signed my original deal to come out here, it included a place to live? That... Uh, Apartment in Tierra Santa was paid for by John Lynch. Well, there you go. I, for how I long? Lived, uh, well, you for, know, that's part year. of He gave me a free year of living. That's like part Yamamoto. of the USC football coaches deal. Lincoln Riley has a house as part of his deal. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Tierra Santa. Not in no, Tierra, not not Tierra, Tierra Santa. Santa. That's how you know <laughs> the LA Reggie housing Lynch's market. House here's, a, here's a good LA story. Lane Kiffin had a house until he showed up on the tarmac. <laughs> that's right. The and Lane Kiffin Memorial Firing. Room. They should hang a plaque or they something. Should. And he something. sold. Uh, I, I go through that building, that tarmac building, every day when I or every trip when I go with the Lakers. But, um, the, uh, Lane Kiffin's house was sold to Vince Vaughn. Oh, really? Who now lives in it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I like a tarmac firing. I think there should be like a I ceremonial. Think, I think, by the way, in, do you think Lucas Haversick got a tarmac firing? In the air firing, I think is that is the way to do it. Like, like just when taking we off. Land, you're no longer a member of this team. Lucas well, you know, you know what's worse? What? When we land, come talk to me. <laughs> exactly. I need to see you after yeah. we land. Then exactly. you got to fly the six hours. I, I don't know. Yours coming. with the parking card not working is that was bad. That's you not, guys have heard me tell that story no, when I got sacked from Rome. No, I don't know the oh, story. Oh, with your key card. Yeah. Oh, this is oh they just changed. Oh, right. I heard yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, they, they they take they, me out, mm-hmm. right? And yep. then I get my little sad little box of things together. And I head down, and I put it in my car, and I'm driving out. And you know, just like we have here, you have a little yep. card. Yeah. And beep, nothing. Beep, uh, that's nothing. $15, please. I go yeah. around. I have to back out, go to where the woman in the toll booth is yep. there. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, this card's turned off. I'm like, I, wow, I understand. Yeah, I, fast. I got aware. fired 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And she goes, I'm very sorry. They and the arm went up. Very <laughs> serious about this. Wow. Yeah. So they, she, she, she at least was a human being and raised that the arm. Brutal. That quick. is brutal. That is brutal. Yeah. It was quick. Well, yeah. I used to work when I was working at KCAL, uh, our studio was on the Paramount lot. Okay. And so I became friends with a lot of actors. And one of them told me that the way he found out he wasn't on the show anymore. Was he showed up to go through just like you did through the thing? It didn't uh, open, and he said, "Hey, uh, I'm 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 on my way to work, and and the key card's not opening." And he said, "The guard goes, hold on, what's your name?" Gives his name. And he said, "Sir, I've been told to tell you," and looks down at a clipboard and wow. reads it verbatim. Goes, "The show has been retooled." Oh no! Wow. Call no. your supervisor. Oh my God! And that's, that's how crazy. we found out he that, was off. That what was the, the I famous? I got fired face to face. They 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 took care of it. The like famous that. hard knocks where he doesn't can't open oh, the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Key card not working. It happens. You're wrestling your headphones over there. I always it's thought terrible. It's like the did you lose? Trav, I always thought up. being fired in person was overrated. For example, if today cut him, Good nice. Karma decided, hey. Ireland's out. Oh, boy. Um, I go to, I come to work tomorrow, and they say, hey, we want to see you, and they fire me in person. I would just assume have them call me and say, hey, I don't think 
I, there is no good way to yeah, get no, fired. Yeah, no, but it should. I, but it I can't be leave. the security guard reading it off no, a clipboard. I, right. That I can't be the should, answer. I think it should be face to face. I do too. When I when I was in management and I had to let people go, out of respect, I did it face to face. It's the respectful thing to do. It's not being a chicken bleep, right? Uh, and sending a text or making a phone. You're actually face to face with that person, so you can have a conversation. I remember uh, John Robinson, the football coach, when Mike Garrett fired him. Answering machine. Yeah, but well, Mike, I thought it was a fax. Mike tried really? several times. And John knew what was going on. Yeah. He, he, he's read the tea leaves. So Mike tried several times to call him. He wouldn't, wouldn't answer the phone. the phone. Would Drove over to his house. Wouldn't open the door. Mm. Um, and then so he fired him. And, and Mike took a bath for this, for firing him without, without. doing a face. But John sensed it and refused. <laughs> like, you're talking about playing it right. It's like George John, Costanza right. before the big ball. He goes on vacation. You, you can't break up with me if I, you can't get a hold of me. That's how you do it. So, Slee, how was your Happy New Year's? What'd you do? You go to Joshua Tree? You go mm. to, where, where'd you hit Singapore. up? Singapore. Yosemite? So, yeah. Yeah, it was either... You're it running was, out of parks, It was going to be either Thailand or it was going to be no. uh, uh, some Did kind of really park. Did you really think no. about El Cajon. No. Thailand, by the way, is fantastic. I've never been. It's never fantastic. Been. I've yeah. heard it's great. Yeah, New it's Year's great. Eve was kind of tame. I told them I watched, uh, watched a movie that was not good at all. I'm already forgetting the name of it. Julia Roberts is in it. This is where the world ends or something oh, like that. Oh, I hate that movie. That's not good. I started movie. watching it and I go, this I stopped too. good. Terror- and you know, who, you know yeah. who did it? The Obamas. No, Adam McKay, right? No, Sam Esmail. Oh, the guy from, uh, from iRobot. Uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Yeah, Robot, that, yeah, that guy. He totally screwed. I even I, I didn't realize it. I was like. It was so bad. Was Why is it I'm so like, bad? Everybody's had the same reaction. I'm like, oh, I read this. I actually read the book. Okay. So I know how it ends. Um, And I can't imagine I, why okay. it would be a good movie. I could see. Was the book okay? The book was interesting. I could see the book. But I, again, the idea is, okay, I'm sort of interested. It's just But kind not of nothing a, happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Actually, well, I don't know happens. because I never got to the end. There are a lot yeah. of movies that don't live up to the book. Um, the best example of this is, Mace, did you read The Art of Racing in the Rain? Oh, my God. It's such a great. It's one of my three favorite books of all time. Okay, so it's a great book. The movie didn't really no, work. My, my What's neighbor, the book? My neighbor was in it. The Art of Racing in the Rain. What's it about? Uh, it is about a, it's a the, dog. It's, it's, a, it's a book about a dog, but it's the book is great. And his, okay. own, and his owner is a Formula One driver. Okay, oh. just so you guys know, he doesn't like dogs. Oh, so yeah, this then this is not. Of course, he's out. But it is. It's unbelievable. But you're right. And and I, my neighbor was in it. All that kind of stuff. It still wasn't very good. There was a religious book that I read once called The Shack. That's really really good. Did they make that into a movie? Yes. Was it bad? Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. The movie. The the, the you movie missed. didn't live up to the book. Well, I I read a lot of John Grisham books. Pretty yes. much all of them. About half of them, the movies work. Like Time to Kill, totally worked. Really Fantastic. Pelican mm. Brief, totally worked. Yep. The Firm with Cruise kind of worked. A lot of the other ones didn't. No. Rain- Rainmaker no. didn't work. No. But everybody yeah. says the book's always better. That's kind of- I've got the- an exception. What do you got? Okay. So I'm a big Thomas Harris fan. Okay. Who wrote the uh, Silence Hannibal of Lecter. the Lambs yeah. and all the- Right? So the movie Silence of the Lambs, when I read that book, it ends on a chilling note, right? Uh, because Hannibal Lecter's out there. What the movie did- was it added that one extra scene where Hannibal Lecter is on the island with the former warden of the uh, the prison, the prison yeah. and he says, I'm having an old friend for dinner. <laughs> that was only in the movie. That was not in the book, right. and Oof. it is a perfect ending. The other exception is, do you guys ever read Tom Clancy books? Yeah. Yes, the sure. movies, the books are great. The movies are always better. I agree. The movies, they nail the movies. 
um, all the time. Every whatever they do. Well, one of the those books movies. get because I've read most of those books too, yeah. John. They're so technical. Like right. you get really into the hardware and the ordnance of all the military stuff. It's like just fight each other and blow right. something up. Right. Well, the up. one with the one with Harrison Ford where where he, Patriot Games, Patriot Games. Yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah, that movie's great. The one where um, with Sean Connery and the submarine. Is Hunt for great. Red October. Yeah. 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 Those are all great movies. The one that kind of springs to mind that I thought the book was one of the best books I've ever read, and the movie was just kind of mid, was Unbroken, about Louis Zamperini. Yeah, I agree. Really good. That, that, That's that, another great example. That, yeah. that book was- I drove on the Louis Zamperini Highway today when I went right. to Torrance. That's, we, yeah. we all do, most yeah. days, right? Yeah. And that was one of those books, as you're reading, I don't know how this man way, ever did this, and the movie felt a little- yeah, if I'm not mistaken, do you know who directed that movie? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Really? Yeah. 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 Starred a great uh, young British actor named Jack O'Connell, uh, who was on the podcast. I, I, I like the movie a lot, but you're Movie's right. Okay. Doesn't capture. I'll tell you one. I saw Boys in the Boat. Oh, I've heard that's awesome. The which is a fantastic book. The book is amazing. The book is incredible. Does the movie Boys on the, the Boat? The movie gets close to the book. It's okay. not quite there, but it gets close to the book. Clooney directed that. Doesn't really have any other names in the cast, but it's, if you've never... You know what's so interesting about that book is that that really existed, that rowing was a gigantic sport sure. in the early 20th century here. Especially back east in the Ivy League when those those right. those schools go there. Hey, before you guys get out of here, Trav, I, we might have Sean McVay today. We never know. Okay. Uh, we d- two, 2 to 2.30. Okay. So I was going to ask Sean about this, but I want to make sure I'm not asking a stupid question. No, save it for about Sean. Is it about soup? Is it no, in no. Manhattan, yeah. the clam chowder? End of yeah. the game, okay? Okay. Giants are driving. Okay. Rams are up by one, okay? Yes. Giants are driving for what, what turned out to be the game-winning field goal, but mm-hmm. they missed it. Mm-hmm. Why did the Rams call timeout when the Giants didn't have any timeouts? And the, and the clock would have kept rolling. Correct. Do you know? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I could speculate, but no, I don't. I don't. My, I, I would guess is they probably didn't have the guys that they wanted on the yeah. field to defend a field goal that they wanted to get. No, their no, but it was, no, 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 it was the play before the field goal. He he ended up stopping the clock, creating extra time. Oh, the okay. and then a couple the more. Goal. John, plays. to answer your question, the broadcasters didn't know either because yeah. because yeah. the, the TV kept going to McVeigh. Like, My only why are you calling the timeout? Stop here? the pace or just that? Yeah. Or he looked McVeigh so good at at recognizing play calls that he looked at what they were running he figured it out and went we've got the wrong right. alignment that's yeah. the most likely yeah. and that's Sorry. more important than the clock yeah it I could guess. be a, like a yeah. basketball timeout i'm just gonna break this momentum i gotta i gotta they're Maybe. they're cooking Maybe. and i just yeah. need to get yeah. them to, to stop cooking Thank god and, that guy dropped that ball okay uh, i have a quick one on this we talked <laughs> yeah. a little bit on sunday when they and both teams are playing backups stafford's not playing this sunday yes yeah Purdy's person wins versus sam darnold right let's say Brett Maher goes out there. Oh, God. Rams score a touchdown. Nervous. Misses his PAT. Oh, okay. God. Later in the game, he misses another PAT, uh, misses a makeable field goal. Uh, okay. At that point, do you just say, we're not kicking the ball anymore? We're not going only, for two every – we're not even going to Not only do, to you that, do you do that, but I would suggest that if that exact scenario plays out, Brett Maher is not on the playoff run. That's what I said to Al. I'm like, I wonder if you even carry a kicker at that point. No, no. Ethan would, Evans kicks off. Kick. Correct. This you, is, would be, you would carry a kicker, but it wouldn't be him. You mentioned Ethan Evans. He I kicks have, off. I have wondered – he the punter? Yeah, he's yes. the punter, and he also kicks off. He's got a booming leg. Big leg. And I, I've, I thought, why not – 
not Ethan a good conversation Evans. right now. Why not Ethan Evans? It can't as be your worse. Kicker. It cannot be worse than what we had last week. And if you can get another boot, guy up, if you're not going to use him, right. well, it, we, we're talking about too. It could be helpful if it's that bad. You're walking into a playoff game already knowing we're going for twos, yep. and we're going on fourth downs. Yeah. And that's just the mentality of the whole game. You wouldn't do that in a playoff game. Like, you have to have the option to have a kill. So, Not necessarily going to two, but field goals, I think you you adjust the distance. For, but okay, but let's say he and has in. a terrible day on Sunday. It's kind of like a lab. They're, you're not really playing for a whole lot. Correct. It's, I mean, there's, there's some Give stuff. one kick in the playoff game, and if he but misses. But what if he's terrible on Sunday, Al, and you, you have zero confidence? What, you still want to, you're, you're giving, I got a 50-50 shot on a two-point conversion. But, That's basically but, what it is. What if it's 20-17 to 17 and you're at their 30-yard line? And, and it's clock the end is of the ticking. game, and the clock is ticking. You have you no choice, it right? Yeah. It does come down to Brent Maher at some point. Uh, I know. <laughs> Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about.